Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand by Your Band. I am Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, here for another week with Tommy McNamara, the Prince of Snarkness himself. Uh, we didn't get new we didn't get new nicknames because people tweeted at us and they said they loved them uh, as they were, and then also one person had. Did you see the other one? I think they called me the Music Pistorian. Was what they called. That's me. pretty good. Maybe we yeah, can switch to that. Yeah. Here's the thing: I have a surprise in a few minutes that after we introduce our guest, that I think is going to solidify your nickname forever as the Prince oh, of wow. Darkness. <laughs> I think we have to keep it. Uh, but the other person said I should be the Janiac because I always bring up my love of songs about Jane. Now, am I crazy? I don't remember doing that that much. Do I do that I, all the time? Probably three times in the 250 episodes of the show. <laughs> I do think Songs About Jane is awesome, though. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I don't care. That was a Space Lawyers podcast at Attorney at Space. Um, so thanks. People are going to think you're just a huge Thomas Jane fan. You love the show Hung. That's what people are going to think. That's uh, And they they would be wildly incorrect, because <laughs> this is the first I've heard any of the things you just said. Let's introduce <laughs> our guest today. Uh, we This is a very special episode, because we are here to celebrate Tommy McNamara's 30th birthday, which is this very weekend. It's in, bec- it's in between uh, podcast episodes, so I figured we should just get out in front of it. Uh, and for a special occasion, we have a very special guest that we like to go to, and that is the one Lisa Traeger. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Yay. Wait, so are people going to watch the Zoom, or is this going to be just audio? It's, it's just, just audio. audio. Just audio. Oh, thank God, because I was lotioning my legs, and I felt like people could tell. Uh, <laughs> they can hear and I was it. doing something weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here and celebrate Tommy's birthday. Love when the Tom and Tommy are back. Um, Lisa, we got you right after your film debut. Very exciting time. Amazing. Yeah. I just watched it. I'm in a movie. You were in Spike Lee's To Five Bloods, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? No, but this is my second IMDb credit with Steve Buscemi. Oh, Horse and Pete. Yeah. So that feels... The like original nice... Tom and Tommy. <laughs> I would love to listen uh, to their podcast. Such a self-indulgent project. <laughs> but um, I, for an immigrant, that's just, uh, I mean, for anyone, it's such a big deal. It was exciting. Very exciting. So exciting. I just saw you were great in it. King of Staten Island, uh, on demand now. I, I, pay, <laughs> I paid the hefty fee. Hey, hey check this out. <laughs> you got to pay $20 to see that film. The, our Patreon's only $3 a month for four <laughs> hours of content every month. Uh, that's right. Get on the Patreon, it's, people. It is less than the runtime of King of Staten Island, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I had a good time watching it. You were great in it. It was so fun to see so many comedians in it. It's, it's so funny when like people give any kind of shit to Judd Apatow when he helps more comedians than anybody. Or like he supports comedy comics so much he did uh uh funny people and this he he put stand-ups in movies i love it yeah everyone was really good ricky velez was funny ricky was Jessica great person mm. yeah um it was exciting seeing people pop up for sure carly aquilino um yeah it's exciting very uh very exciting stuff and uh, while he was filmed like judd would go to the cellar after set i love it 
and do spots. Hard worker. He's a oh yeah. I just watched his um master class. It's really good. What's it on? Writing movies? Uh it's weird because it's half him talking about stand up and then half talking about writing movies, and I was like, I kinda just want the movie part. But <laughs> <laughs> how much are you paying for master classes? I split it. Uh don't tell master class. Don't don't tell big master class, but uh me and uh two other guys split it, and so I paid sixty for it, but it's one eighty. But it's buy one, get one free. Also, um, I don't, I don't know that that really mattered because there were three of us anyway. And, but there's so two of us are sharing a login basically, but it's like, what, on did, my what did you get for your place. free one? Uh, oh no, no, no. It's like you get a membership to all of them. You can watch all of them. It's by like, buy one membership, get one free. So you can like give, oh, the, you know, okay. uh, I thought it was sick. per video was $180 no, and I was like, holy shit crazy, but i though. guess there you learn a lot from rupaul it's, it's you know like cra- i don't know <laughs> it's pretty crazy though because they are like i think they are like 90 each or you pay 180 and get all of them so it's 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 pretty good i should watch more of them but i i, yeah. I like watching judd apatow stuff uh but we're not here to talk about judd friggin apatow. no but there was a great music moment in that movie at the Ooh. firehouse that's the one that's in the uh yes. commercials oh where they sing da, 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 da. yeah Oh, one headlight it. by the wallflowers from one of yeah. my favorite. Uh, I know. While we were watching it, we were kind of uh, we couldn't wait for the the tears. Here's, here's my question about that because I loved that scene so much. I also thought Bill Burr was incredible in the movie. Yes. I really loved him in it. Um, I was wondering when I was watching that scene, did they just pick that song and go, "We're gonna make this a song that people would do this with"? Because I just can't imagine being at like a bar and everybody starts singing that song. But am I crazy? I don't know. That doesn't seem I've like a song that everybody knows. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, it's not like a, a don't stop believing level where people are going nuts about it. And they kind of, it seems like in the movie, not everybody knows the words, but it's weird that they chose that song, even though I liked it. Tommy, what do you yeah. think? Well, I love that song and that album. And uh, famously on Joe Quisala's podcast, I said that it's so it's Bob Dylan's son, Jacob Dylan, his band, The yes. Wallflowers. And I said that that album was better than any Bob Dylan album. And uh, people have been mad at that for years. Uh, that I said that. But I, I think I would react that way uh, if it came on at a bar, though I don't know if as many people would join me. Right. When I was I young, my friend's dad worked at a radio station. And the what's the Chicago Food Festival? Taste of Chicago mm-hmm. would have a concert, and it was the Wallflowers, Pete Yorn, mm-hmm. Your, and then one other like Guster or something. Oh yeah, I don't know, but we got of- to be backstage. I remember eating Twizzlers, and they were all around the Wallflowers <laughs> playing Chicago Fair Twizzlers <laughs> backstage. Uh. Yeah. Oh God, I miss Taste Doves. God, what I would well, do to pay eight dollars for a beer right now. So outside. I'll be transparent. I do have like a pod that I've been hanging out with. So I was alone for two months, and now there's like a group of us, and we sure. only hang out with each other, and we all tested negative. And nice. but they gave me a nice party. There was a red carpet, some glitter nice. curtains, but the spread shrimp cocktail, Woo. cheese like our charcuterie board. Fried mac and cheese balls, spanakopita, egg rolls, mozzarella sticks, a Kringle, pigs in a blanket, chocolate Wait, what's chip a, cookies. What's a Kringle? It's it's come new to my life with this group, but it's basically like I think a Swedish 
circle coffee cake you put in the oven. It's like a coffee Ooh, cake, but thin. That sounds so good. Trader Joe's sells them, and you pop it in the oven, and it is a hit. That's a that's a pro tip. The pop in the oven. I like the sound of that. Man, I love a coffee cake. Uh, yeah. So my they were, and then gummy candies and little chocolate candies too. That's a great spread. I I like the pod thing. I I think it's good to have a a little group of people that you can hang with. We were doing a thing in LA where we would have people come and hang in the driveway at a distance and I would like make cocktails and like have gloves on and hand them to people, but it still felt a little iffy, but we kept a distance and it was outside. I feel like if you're outside almost not that all bets are off, but you're a little safer it seems like. And uh, I can't wait to start having people on this. I think we got to do a 30th B-Day slash welcome home uh, on our rooftop with like yes. six people. I think it'd be a fun little hang. It'll be like when the Beatles played on that roof, except we'll do our podcast to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> we it's won't record it. Into nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the worst audio of all time. We'll throw it on the Patreon, people. Come on. $3 a month. Um, I want to I wanna get to something uh, now because... I have a surprise for you. Wow. For me or Tommy? <laughs> for Tommy, for his birthday. Uh, but okay. It's a surprise for you, too, because it's it's one of the most ambitious things we've done on this show today. Oh, wow. Um, it's also, it's so fucked that, like, I'm so addicted to my phone that I'm not even fully present because I'm thinking about the fight I'm having with bots on Twitter. You got to put it on airplane because I not only airplane. I don't have notification. I don't even have the Twitter app. I'm going into Chrome to fucking (laughs) fight with people. I turned it off fully. It needs. I woke up at 6 a.m. Spent two hours on my phone. It's like a fucking sickness. I just want to celebrate Tommy's birthday. I uh, I deleted the Twitter app from my phone, and my screen time average the next week literally went down four hours a day. <laughs> I went from like seven thirty to like three thirty. I was That's like, "Wow, amazing. that was something I needed to do." All right, so I have a very special birthday message to play for you. I've got to do it just right because I don't want to. I don't want to fuck this up. So it could be loud to begin with. Uh, so brace yourselves. I I don't know what it's gonna uh, be like here. So. Here is a birthday message for Tommy McNamara on this, his birthday podcast. Tommy, 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 what am I to do with you? First of all, this very suspicious screen name, Prince of Snarkness. What do you mean by Prince of Snarkness, Tommy? Chris Hansen here of Hansen versus Predators to catch a predator and have a seat with Chris Hansen. Now, Tommy... I'm going to need you to have a seat right over there behind the microphone where you do your podcast for the Urine Nation. I can't even say the other name you use. It's inappropriate. You kiss your mother with that mouth? You know, we're still coming out of a pandemic, Tommy. You're still supposed to be socially distant, not running around town with your underage girlfriend. Doing a podcast here, a podcast there. It's the sort of behavior that could lead you to meet me in a dark kitchen someplace, having to call, well, your buddies to throw your bail. Do you think the boys, Tom and the boys, would do that? I don't know. So behave. Just watch me on TV and the YouTube channel. We've got more investigations coming. Don't try to meet me in a dark kitchen. And if you can, then Tom and the boys would like to wish you, Tommy, a very happy 40th birthday. 
Uh, you can have a Mike's Hard Lemonade or a White Claw on me. That's what we use in the current investigations, and we'll have more of those for you soon. So take care. I'll be watching. Stay safe. Stay healthy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, oh, Tommy, shit. what am Sorry. I... <laughs> so that was Chris Hansen from <laughs> To Catch a Predator with a very special birthday message for Tommy Matt. Is that from Cameo? No, Chris just wanted to call. <laughs> yeah, that's from Cameo. So what did you write for your description? How did he know about white claws and underage that, girlfriends? So and, uh... I'll all right, I'll 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 tell you what I gave him. Um because I think it's still probably in message form. I I did say underage girlfriend. I said nothing about white claws. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. Can I see where I did this? I might not be able to uh pull it up here. Cameo. Okay. I cannot believe that. Okay. I said, uh, uh, Tommy is turning 40. <laughs> the, the rhythm of that was so perfect because there was a moment where I was like, okay, he's done saying all the things that I gave him and it's now he's just plugging his YouTube or whatever. <laughs> um, but then I totally forgot that I told him it was your 40th and it was such a nice little cherry on top. But <laughs> I said that your nickname was the Prince of Snarkness. And will you mention how it's suspicious how young his girlfriend is? Also, he <laughs> also he calls our podcast listeners piss freaks or urine nation. <laughs> I was I'm going to be honest because they can reject your cameo order. And I really thought he was going to when I put piss freaks in it. Uh, but I'm, I'm very it's happy desperate times, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no one's working. I'm not, I, you know, are you on cameo, I don't know. Lisa? I am on cameo. It's honestly how I've made any money during this. Really? Time. What's your, what's your rate there? $20. Oh, that's nothing. Get on cameo. Get on Lisa's cameo. That's, uh, you got to raise tw- that. And I, and the thing is I put on like lingerie for a lot of these. So it's like, you're really getting a steal. It's like um, an only fans. It is kind of, but then some are just sweet messages. But I don't know if you saw that I went viral with a Mesopotamia tweet. No, oh, I didn't. No, see I didn't see that. So I just tweeted something because I wanted to, and the next morning <laughs> I woke up and it was trending, and everyone was like, ah, "And I've, I've just never that's never happened on Twitter for me." Um, and one guy, so Mesopotamians were livid. So I was getting hate messages from a few <laughs> dozen people. But one guy ordered a cameo to be like, this is your chance to not look so stupid. Talk <laughs> about the Byzantine Empire and what are what we've an Assyrian culture and what we've done for the people. And so I just sent him a weird thing. I was like, you're all lives mattering. So like, I just did whatever. And I was raising money that weekend from my cameo. And he tried to one star me and like get a refund and he got banned. Oh, amazing. That's yeah. A it's like, you. I'm oh, my God, I knew it. Are you, oh is your God. phone on? I just well, no, I did face. because then I remembered I'm waiting for unemployment. Oh, and I was right. like, oh my God, they're gonna call what? And then I turned it on and I have an email from unemployment. Oh shit! Look at that! <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. If I missed the call because I heard that one of our friends was waiting for unemployment, missed the call. Uh, she was in the shower and was put on the bottom of the list again. No, I'm sorry. Fuck. So while we were listening to Chris Hansen, I just remembered I have a cameo. <laughs> I don't have money, and then I was like, ah! <laughs> I jumped to grab my phone. Damn it! Please uh, certify your okay. claim. I think I already did. I just want it so bad. I've been trying to apply for months. I mean, this. We should talk about Tommy and Chris Hansen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, I just know, live alone. Honestly, fuck you know? Tommy's birthday. <laughs> 
No, I, I filed in LA. I was waiting for a letter, found out I had to do it in New York. The system was down multiple times. They lost my application. It's just been like, yeah. So uh, annoying. So yeah, if your fans would please buy a cameo, get a cameo fun messages. I have props. I have costumes. I'll sh- I'll wear a thong. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy a response to Chris Hansen <laughs> to that video <laughs> to play on our next episode. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, and I'm how sure much was Chris Hansen? Or you don't want Tommy to know how much his present was? I'll tell you how much it was because we're going to get in more. And I also want to read the people who uh, chipped in for it because it was not just me. It was oh, uh, uh, Dale McPeak, Trey Brown, Kevin Lobkovich, <laughs> Daniel Drees, Steve, uh, Stephen Castillo, Jeff Arcuri, Tim McLaughlin, uh, Terrence Hartnett, Connor Delahanty, Bobby Condon, Mike Babrinskoy, uh, Tim, Michael Timlin, and, uh, Jeff Sheen and Charlie Bury, and Nate Burroughs. Uh, we got a bunch of boys in on this. Uh, it was Not only- a lot of diversity it's- there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't want to ask a black person to chip in for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem uh, worth it. How uh, much was it? Damn, that it was, was a it was long only fifty. Do- it was only fifty dollars, though. Oh, okay. So everyone but donated two dollars. There, there will be no. There's the more. There's a, there's another part of the gift coming, but uh, oh, it will wow. be something actually tangible. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wanted to. Get- no, we that. got our friend Lauren Joyce for her birthday recently. We got Ramona Singer from the Real Housewives of New York. Nice. And she was a hundred bucks, and we each gave twenty five dollars. Oh wow, that's yeah, that's not bad. That's Some crazy people... Blair got it for her birthday, and mm-hmm. pre-COVID, Ramona's price was three hundred dollars. Wow! But we got her for a hundred. That's a steal. There's some pretty crazy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's on there. There's a lot of uh, pretty. I was gonna get Kyle Schwarber, but he's like two hundred bucks, and I I just couldn't do it. Who's uh, Kyle Schwarber? He, he's a Cubs player. He's a Cubs player, also an Indiana University alum. Um, but he. It's a legend, but he just does not. Des- I can't. We couldn't spend two hundred dollars on it. Um, not when. No, we, we regret giving Ramona money. She's definitely an all lives matter person. Oh no, that's the. I I don't think that Schwarber is that. I but I think he might have been. He's been pretty quiet, so I just didn't want. I don't know. I didn't want to risk it uh, either way. And uh, no, Hansen definitely the see. child uh, pedophile catcher. Yes, he's doing good work. <laughs> there is now audio of Chris Hansen saying, my girlfriend is underage, <laughs> that anyone can find and access. That's nice. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about what the premise of today's show is? Yeah, it was a fun premise. But when I saw the screenshot of the songs, I was a little disgusted. <laughs> Do you don't like any of them? I didn't even dig deep, but I saw Sting, I think, and I was like, Phil Collins so, was in there. Oh, Phil yeah. Collins. Um, so the, we're going to play. I the, actually uh, don't even hate Sting. I'm an idiot. Tom, just <laughs> say what you mean. <laughs> um, no, I was. We so Tommy. This was Tommy's idea. So I'll let him. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll let him throw it out. A there. little birthday diva. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's no better time in history for a white man to celebrate his birthday week. I think that this, <laughs> is, this is the moment where this would be happening. <laughs> so. Um, so I thought, yeah, we were trying to think of different things to do, uh, this week. And I thought it would be fun to go through the top six songs on the day I was born, June 21st, 1990. So we got the Billboard Hot 100. Let's just play the first one now. We're going to start with number six, which is Vogue by Madonna. (laughs) 
Long intro. Yep, I'm thinking the same thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please, Madonna, start singing. This intro is insane. I think it's a insane. full minute and a half intro or something like that. Oh, there it is. Never mind. It still really hasn't started yet. No, no. <laughs> For the other ones, I should probably play them because my board is going to be weird uh, okay. with the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how long the intro was. I wonder if it's made just for people to dance on drugs. Okay. Doing the dance and the little Spotify video. So it took a full two minutes to get to the part I wanted to hear. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> birthday's going great birthday diva <laughs> um i didn't know that david fincher directed the video for this oh shit yeah wow, i didn't know that either. pretty uh, is that the zodiac guy it is yeah um pretty uh pretty crazy am i am i right about that i'm pretty sure i am um, i wouldn't be surprised she's like she's the biggest star ever like, i'm sure everyone was clamoring to work with her yeah, um, yeah. The video was directed by David Fincher. Pretty crazy. Um, there was uh, the, on the song facts for this. It says, uh, "Voguing was a dance cr- uh, craze popular in the gay community, where dancers used elaborate hand gestures and frequently stopped to pose. This song brought the dance style to the mainstream and solidified Madonna's standing as an icon in the gay community." It's a very fun video. It's it fun is. to do the dance. It's black and white, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexual. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, I love Madonna. I listen to her Immaculate Collection all the time. Mm. What do you, where do you stand those. on the uh, the Cher v. Madonna uh, beef, Lisa? What's the beef? I didn't know about it. Cher has, uh, for a long time, shit on Madonna and said her voice is bad. And it, to me, it seems like she's just maybe jealous uh Cher doesn't need to be jealous of anybody tom i'm just saying it feels a little petty how much she talks shit about madonna but that's just my how much just that her voice sucks she's not the only one that said that yeah i mean i think that she just doesn't like her she i'm pretty sure she's patty lapel i think a lot of people don't like madonna even people that were friends with madonna really that i didn't know um, yeah, no. I don't think Britney talks to her anymore. I don't think Sandra, maybe Sandra Bernhardt does, but like I don't think Rosie O'Donnell does. Like, I feel like Aretha's probably talked shit about her. I like I don't, I don't think Madonna's awesome as a person. 
Gwyneth Paltrow, I, I don't think, talks to her anymore. Yeah. Well, this has been... You can't be... I always say this. Like, you cannot be famous for 40 years mm -hmm. and expect someone to act normal. Like... <laughs> You just can't when you're filling out stadiums and everyone is making money off of you being happy and everyone knows who you are and wants something for, there's no way you're going to be a sane human. Right. No Even people are like, Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's so down to earth. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Uh, there's You've been famous since you were 15. No fucking yeah. way. I wonder what, like, I think about that with people who we've seen be celebrities our entire life, like Tom Hanks and he's different he's different. <laughs> but he might be the only person i can think of where i go that person seems totally sane uh and has been famous for since before i was born um yeah pretty crazy uh should we should we listen to another song i, do I can't have, believe that's um, all we have to say about madonna but i do love her even more, though i just yeah. talk shit about her that's the thing it's like i saw her live i saw her drowned world tour concert with my family Mm. I'm a fan. I have the quote that started the feud between Cher and Madonna. Ooh, uh, nice. Thank you for the backup, Tommy. I've, I said that, and then I realized maybe I just made this up, but I definitely remember footage of it. So when Cher was promoting uh, her movie Mermaids, she said uh, about Madonna, she's unbelievably creative because she's not unbelievably talented. Which is honestly kind of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, what is number five? Because I just I have the list here, but I don't know that they're in order. They were out of order on the post. Okay. Number five is the Phil Collins song. Okay, uh -huh. let's hear this pile of shit that is this Phil <laughs> Collins song. <laughs> uh, it's called "Do You Remember." Can you guys hear another it? long intro? song in my life yeah I don't, think I, yeah I don't think i knew it before this listen today and uh i did not enjoy it 
<laughs> well, it's weird because in the most famous Phil Collins song, he says, "Do you remember?" That's what I thought we were going to be hearing as well. <laughs> I know. And then he has this other song. This is the worst. Him saying, "Do you remember?" <laughs> um, yeah, Vogue is winning for me. If yes. this is a contest. It I is, like yes. that. I want it to be a contest. Absolutely, I like that. <laughs> uh, this is a single from Phil Collins' fourth solo album, which is. Uh, do you know the name of the album, Tommy? No, I don't. Uh, Lisa. It's, no, if it's, I never heard the song, why would I know? You this might album know the title? album. You might know the album. Uh, you might. Be I thought it was fan. Sting. <laughs> His fourth album is called uh, Dot Dot Dot. But seriously, no, it can't be. Such a joke of a name. That's like a that's like a bad Amazon Prime <laughs> comedy special title. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but seriously <laughs> yeah until tarzan he's just a dork <laughs> <laughs> it, it should be called you gotta be kidding me <laughs> it's so bad we've already have enough phil collins fans mad at us yeah well he is oh, famously from los angeles and well, those when, people uh, are haters when Patton did the show i asked if phil collins was from los angeles and he's very famously from england so i was <laughs> mad at <laughs> Uh, Bill yeah. Collins read it. We'll never forgive this show. That is true. Um, I like, yeah, Collins uh, said to um, the mail on Sunday, uh, when I wrote this, people were starting to tire of drum machines, but sometimes they create a hypnotic effect. Real drummers get bored and start getting fancy, and I should know. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid you have a personality on your Seriously. music. <laughs> oh, that's such a good album title. <laughs> Seriously? All right. Uh, let's hear the next one. What is number four? Number four is a great song, uh, Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Yeah. Okay. This is Hold On. I always think of bridesmaids. Groove a little bit. Yeah, yes. that's a good song. That's what I like to imagine was playing in the hospital the moment I was born. <laughs> that song. You know, hospitals play songs really loud. Yes, they. <laughs> yeah. You should be able to pick the playlist for while yeah. you're giving birth. I bet they do here. that, right? I'm sure you could bring a Bluetooth speaker now. Yeah, mm. I'd prefer it go through the hospital though. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure you could bring a, what is it, a Beats pill yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilson Phillips. I love the song. I love the moves. And I love the gastric bypass up and down history <laughs> that they gifted us. Yes. Truly um, love a person who gains weight after a gastric bypass. <laughs> yeah, that is good. She proved to us. We must stand. It could be done. <laughs> Uh, I gotta be honest. I did not know a lot about Wilson Phillips. I was just reading about them and, uh, boy, what a history. Rock legendary. What is it? Like the beach boys, the beach boys, two mamas and the papas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the song is a breakout hit. Uh, it's Carney Wilson and Wendy Wilson are the daughters of Brian Wilson of the beach boys and Marilyn Rovell of the honeys. Um, and then, yeah, uh, China Phillips, is that how you say her name? Is uh the daughter of John Phillips and Michelle Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas. And I I like this little blurb where it says, Despite their privileged upbringing, uh Wilson Phillips came off as very down to earth, wearing jeans instead of runway fashions. <laughs> their accessible image made them very relatable and earned them legions of female fans. Wow. Cool. They would they might get canceled soon for having famous parents. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> We're taking down Wilson Phillips. No, I used to be on the side of like, of course, like it's fine. If your dad was a car mechanic, you might take over the body shop or you might go into accounting. Like my accountant is a father-son duo. Like mm-hmm. it makes sense to want to do what your parents do. My dad was a cop or a doctor. So with acting and like music, it's like, of course, artists are going to create artists. Right. But now that almost every new actress where I'm like, oh, cool. Let me IMDB. She is a daughter of someone. Fa-. It's right. like, mm-hmm. I don't, I have not heard of one new up and coming actor, actress who does not have famous parents. Mm-hmm. It is now I am, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying yeah i was surprised that mitski kind of got in trouble for that just because she was so beloved um oh. musician and well i didn't know about mitski but i was at a hanukkah party in brooklyn and all the younger girls were leaving to go to a mitski concert <laughs> yes at brooklyn steel she did these four concerts that were like yeah. the thing in brooklyn i love mitski but yeah i was surprised who are her parents played. Um, they're just really rich. I don't think they're famous. Um, but usually I think the rule has always kind of subtly been you can't have famous parents unless you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the way society treated it. And I think that's starting to change too. Even the cool people are getting in trouble. I think people still love Nicole Richie. Mm-hmm. We as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she just have a a show come out that looks fun? Yeah, on the hit um, new app called Quibi. That's right. Oh. The big, the famous, popular new app. That was did one of the few shows Quibi, that did Lisa? look good. I was. I was in an episode of Game Show. Oh, the ah, Rock nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with Tim Baltz, Trixie Mattel, and nice. who was and Whitmer Thomas. That oh, was fun. my crew. That's a fun. Wait, crew. um, Mitski Retreat. Oh, Fallout Boy. That's your fellow Winnetka boys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pete Wentz is from. Do they the, have uh, rich parents? Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, they, they must. Have, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, that's what we're learning with comedy and everything. It's yeah. like if your par if you if your parents pay for your apartment in New York for you know put the down payment or coast like, yeah, shit's better when you're yeah. rich. Of course, mm-hmm. you're gonna catapult. But this, you know, they didn't have another hit after this song, right? They're one hit wonder. I that's think, a good yeah. question. I it didn't say Not anything one, about yeah. a follow up hit. Um, that's the only one that uh, that I've heard from them. But I'll, again, I did not know much about them to begin with, so. Um, let's see. They're next. Hold on for one more day. Oh, wait. No, they're not necessarily one hit wonder. 
Their uh their next single, Release Me, also went to number one, as did another song from their debut, You're in Love. And Release Me, they wrote that when they were all in prison. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Wait, how does release? Let me, me play go? release me because I think I remember it now that I'm uh, now that I'm thinking about it. Release me. Is that a Reggie Miller sticker on her phone? It is a Reggie Miller sticker. I'm I've, I'm so jealous that Megan is like friends with Reggie Miller now. It feels he like follows them on it, Insta. It, it, it's I've never been more jealous of anybody in my life. Um, okay, this is release me. Just like a slow down version of the <laughs> other song, like the exact same rhythms. This went to number one. What? Because I remember a music okay. video when they're on a rock and they're like sad when there's sand and stuff. But maybe right. it is just that. I one. mean, that's their yeah, like cover art. Is oh, it's them on sand and rock. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> this does not sound familiar to me, but <laughs> I'm a genius. They had a recurring motif visually. <laughs> What's the other one that it said? You're Look in at love. Tommy with two tea kettles. Fucking bougie bitch. <laughs> I've never used either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for one more day. I mean, that's crazy. I feel like Madonna's top choice, but the, I think I like this song the best at the moment. Well, the next one is going to make it even harder. I have a favorite on this list that we have not heard yet. Um, I think it's going to be the next one, which is Poison. That is... I I really love that song. I'm not going to give away if that's the number one for me, but uh, I really like that one. (laughs) Uh, Hold on just a sec. I lost the playlist, of course. Uh, Okay, here we go. I love a boy group. Let's Mm -hmm. hear Poison. just a that's a straight up banger i i was so relieved when i heard that song on this playlist <laughs> it's yeah. a, i was like oh finally something to sink my teeth into something so i good. actually enjoy yeah if i was at a bar or a wedding or whatever and this song came on more than any i would run to the day i mean i would yes. run to the day yes if, if it's Vogue, you can walk because you got two minutes before it kicks in. <laughs> so you don't <laughs> yeah but i like doing those fun moves in the beginning before what, is it? Mm. what do the kids say? The beat drops. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's great. I can't imagine what they look like in my brain. I think I keep thinking boys to men, but mm-hmm. I'm this loving is their boys album men. cover. If that helps you, but it's kind of hard to. Well, Biv DeVoe. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like everyone just dressed like the Fresh Prince. Right. Um, what a what a song. So good. And it's, <laughs> I didn't um... realize this this guy's name was Bivens. Bell, Bivens, and DeVoe were mostly background singers in New Edition, and when they the group ended, uh, they didn't have plans until producer Jimmy Jam suggested they make an album together. Pretty wow. crazy. And cool, so they did backup for New Edition. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is their background. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, that's uh, Yeah, and New Edition broke up in 89. Um, they knew I was coming. <laughs> they said we got to make room for a new king. <laughs> poison is actually about. I looked up those song facts. It's actually about those burgers that were served to the police officers <laughs> Jack, uh, last night. Stay apolitical, Tommy. <laughs> we don't want to lose listeners now. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you just start drinking so much bleach, maybe you should just die. <laughs> If you like start drinking a milkshake and go, it tastes like be- bleach, but I'm going to keep it sipping. I'm going to keep sipping. <laughs> no, it wasn't real. Um, yeah, I love Bill Biv DeVoe. I have nothing else to say. That song is great. I love hearing it. Is, has it been in any movies? I feel like it has. It has to have been, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Here we go. I actually have a, a little list here of uh, things it's been used in. Um it's uh, media usage of this song include the films Pootie Tang and Pineal- <laughs> Pineapple Express, TV shows A Different World, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Scrubs, Glee, and the video game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on the new Jack Swing radio channel. Ooh, I got to go back and play San Andreas again. That was really fun. I'm um, excited. I just love hearing when people are making money. And residuals and stuff. And I love Pineapple Express, but I can't remember what scene it's from, but yeah, it's one of my favorite movie. movies. I should watch that again, too. I remember seeing I it in the theater, like, and we came late, high, and we had to sit in the front row, but we laughed so much. <laughs> uh, all right. Before, oh, so we have a voicemail from Jared. I'm tempted to wait until we've played all the songs to do it because it's about the list. Okay, yeah, let's That's play the song. That's a good idea. Um, um, so let's do that. Has he told one... anybody why I haven't been asked back to his club yet? Or this is a good just place to. Oh yeah, they did just reopen it. So, uh, but I think he probably does address it in the voicemail. Um, no, uh, all <laughs> he right. Does? No, he doesn't. Know, he doesn't I've know been anything. begging him to address it every time I do this podcast. <laughs> Well, if he, I don't think he listens to the show. I think he listens. This is why I have to start playing his voicemail at the end because I think as soon as our, as soon as his voicemail is over, he turns it off. So <laughs> from now on, Jared, you play it at the end, even though he got mad at me uh, in the past for doing this. I should. He's going to be upset that I didn't play it earlier, but we had to play that Hanson thing, and I don't want to. It's not about him. Show. It's Tommy's birthday. <laughs> Um, number two is a song we just played on the show not three, two or three weeks ago when Christy Chell. Oh my God, I didn't even put that about together. New Kids on the Block. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, let's hear a little bit of Step by Step from the New Kids on the Block. Step, ooh, baby, gonna get to you, girl. Step by step. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we know the song. We just heard, we we just played it on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah listen back if you haven't to uh, Christie's episode. So Very fun. fun app. Yeah, and uh, go to Tommy's Facebook wall to see the picture uh, Christie oh, posted yeah. <laughs> uh, in regard to that show. Um, so yeah, we know that one. Uh, New kids, bangers, I guess. Uh, but it just I'm, with all the other songs, it does nothing for me. Yeah. And I just keep thinking about step by step the theme song from the Absolutely. TV show and mm. wishing we were listening to that. <laughs> I I totally agree. I prefer that theme song to this song. Yeah, let's hear that. <laughs> let's, we're gonna listen to a little bit of step by step the theme song from the show. Step by anything step. for Tommy's birthday. So these are I'm the, the one person who doesn't want to do this. Wait, these are the Billboard songs of the day you were born, or just the year? The week. Oh, the week. The week of uh, yeah, June twenty first is my birthday, so it's that week, uh, nineteen ninety. This is hard to find. I thought. I also looked up while you're getting that the uh, the facts of June twenty first, nineteen ninety. Thought they'd be fun, and the first one is earthquake uh, in Iran kills fifty thousand. So, so very... I'm glad you did this because th- at the beginning of this podcast, for the first maybe year of the show, I used to do fun facts about uh, the year that the artists yes. that we. Yeah, yeah. I stopped doing it partially because it was a lot of it was very time consuming. But also because so often the facts were so depressing. And I was like, I don't really yeah. see how this fits. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've looked out the window, but life sucks. And <laughs> yes, it, it always does. has. So, But you know what doesn't suck? Our number one song or step by step? Step by step. Patrick Duffy. Will there ever be? <laughs> I just want to hear the part. Nineties theme song episode. Was that in the nineties? Sam Evans fucked up. That's a good question. Actually, I'm not sure. That might be yeah. late eighties, early. I think that was in the nineties. I used to watch that on. Uh, wasn't that part of TGIF? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I love the the part where they're going down the roller coaster, and she's like, "We'll make it." It's 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 so good. Um, yeah, and so. Suzanne Summers is actually a queen, and she. Um, demanded equal pay for, on Three's company and was fired. And so she was standing wow. up for some things that we still don't have today, back in the day. So we stand. We simply we stand, must. Suzanne. I mean, I'm sure she like voted for Trump. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny that with twisted. any celebrity, like before 2013, you go... They probably are fucking into Trump. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's very hard. And uh, again, this show. You can't be that rich and blonde and hot and not have <laughs> some bad. But she was a True. badass. I don't know. I like her. 
Um, we have one more song on this playlist. It better be good. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you straight up that it's not good. Uh, oh it's yeah, it's one. not good. It, this it's was that. number one. Number one on the Billboard Hot 100 the week it's, of my birth. A it, bad omen for a for a bad that, life. This, <laughs> so this song is from Roxette and Umberto uh, Gattaca. Um, it is a song <laughs> called "It Must Have Been Love." I think it's is it from a movie? Let's. All right, I don't uh, know. It's from Pretty Woman. Oh, it's from Pretty Woman. Okay. Yeah. From the oh, it says from the film Pretty Woman. Look at this cover. The guy. Oh, bear tail. Oh, now Roxette looks familiar to me, though. I think it's uh, I think it's better than the Phil Collins one. I wouldn't absolutely, put it last. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it's better than that. I also would put it maybe up there with Step by Step, the non theme song one. Uh, <laughs> That's not part of this. But the thing is, I once don't it know got once it got to the chorus, it is recognized. Yes, you know, yes. it is. A, I understand why it was a hit. Sure, I I never actually saw Pretty Woman. I just watched it recently, yeah. I think. Or maybe I just saw clips of it recently, but somebody else was watching it and I caught moments in the background and I was like, oh, George Costanza's in this. But um, yeah, I should, we should watch that. Uh, weird fact about this song, and I think that it makes it v- validates this as appropriate. Uh, the song was recorded in November of 1987 when I was born. Whoa! Weird, and it hit That's number crazy. one uh, the week that you were born, li- linking us together for life. <laughs> Wait, so it ah. became number one because of Pretty Woman? Yes, that's what it yes. sounds like. Um, that's crazy. That is actually pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, uh, this song was written by Roxette's instrumentalist, uh, Per Jessel, uh, <laughs> in a March 2011 interview with the London commuter Free Sheet Metro. Uh, he was asked how many times Roxette had performed It Must Have Been Love, to which he replied, We've done it at every show, so it's been hundreds of times. <laughs> we don't need to rehearse it, put it that way. It's in the, it's the same with Listen to Your Heart or The Look. When you stand there in front of 10,000 people who love it, it's an amazing feeling. Um, Wait, I, is The Look a song that I know? And what's the other one? Uh, Listen to Your Heart. Listen to Your Heart. Wait, this one. is a giant band. Yeah. 
right. I like that song. If I bet their kids is. are actors. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eh, interesting. Um, look, look. I don't know is it I that? Know I know that's jump. I did jump, but with look words. <laughs> uh that is uh that's the top six uh should we listen to should we hear jared's voicemail now yeah, i think it's sure. yes all right uh this is our weekly segment uh where we go to friend and foe of the show uh jared thompson the owner of the comedy attic in beautiful bloomington indiana and co-founder of the limestone comedy festival which just added a new co-founder of our last guest on the show dwight simmons very Which means, Lisa, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're about to be uh, an equal partner in the Limestone Comedy <laughs> Festival. Um which I think is still happening in September. We'll see. Um and the attic is opening this week. Very exciting news. Or next week, sorry. Um all right. This is uh Jared's thoughts on this playlist that we have played today. This week's they went to Jared. I don't even know if there's a guest. Uh, I guess it's Tommy. We're either celebrating Tommy's 30th birthday or it's his 30th birthday, one or the other. Um, Here's a couple of lame entry-level roast jokes for you. Uh, It's Tommy's 30th birthday. You don't look a day over 47. (laughs) All right. I just waited for the laughs. And then... uh, you're, you look 47. Your hairline looks 49. All right. So it looks like these songs. Okay. I had to say that this is, I really like this because I believe that Hold On and It Must Have Been Love are just two super examples of bad artists, just cheesy songs not good songs but damn if i don't love to sing them when they when they're on those are both just bangers to the highest you know uh d- degree um bell biv devoe poison is i mean it certainly is is too uh you know i guess being a very 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 white person i didn't listen to like R&B radio when I was growing up, but obviously I know the song and the video and everything. And then we don't, we go down because this Phil Collins song is so bad. And there's a really not very many good Phil Collins songs, but I do like some of his stuff. I was never really a Madonna person. Vogue is probably a little bit better than a lot of her, like, you know, that era stuff. Um, and then New Kids is just garbage. Uh, it's not even... I mean, I guess it's fun, I suppose. But anyway, um, h- happy birthday, Tommy. Um, I uh, I hope I see... You. I know I already said this last episode, but I hope I see you guys soon. Uh, we are going to open next weekend with Jeff Tate, so we're really excited about it. All right, I love you guys. Thanks. Oh, love you, Jared. Thank you. That was so usually- uh, crazy. Uh, usually after a few roast jokes they do the part where they're like but seriously we love you that didn't really come i didn't uh, hear that part i maybe he (laughs) maybe he didn't realize he had stopped recording when he said that those parts (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah maybe uh send that part in uh next time jared but uh, so did did he like any of them 
Yeah, it sounds like he did like hold on, on and, and he yeah. admitted that Vogue was a little better than the rest of Madonna's catalog that he didn't enjoy. So what does he listen to? Just Metallica? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I think that it's pretty much just Metallica. Um, I think, I think that's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, and you can't cause you're not talking, but I think that it's all Metallica. <laughs> Some kind of monster. Of it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, Jared did give me the best nickname I ever got in my whole life, though, which is one time at Limestone. I was really drunk, and I went up to him and asked him if I could perform again. He said, you're the most dangerous beer drinker in America. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, dude. You're shirtless and rowdy. That is true. You've been known to stomp a car or whatever. (laughs) One of the first times I hung out with Tommy, it was he was mostly naked on top of a car, so I could be wrong. It was a different time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was last week. Um, Anyway, that is our that's our playlist. Um, I I, I, it's it's. Should we put them in my order? Is Poison, Madonna, Wilson Phillips. I don't remember. Oh, the love one, or you know, the yeah. the pretty woman. Yeah. Um, step by step, and then Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my I'm, order. I'm pretty similar. Yeah, I'll go poison, then hold on, then I'm gonna go with step by step. Well, like step by step, wow. then Vogue, then must have been love, then do you remember? That's my my order. Okay, I'm going poison, Vogue. Wow. Then uh, I think hold on. Then the step by step theme song, not this. <laughs> and then <laughs> it must have been love and then do you remember last? It was and overall I think I I would give this playlist like a 3. I I I find step by step so forgettable that I truly did forget that we just listened to it. I I just listened to this playlist while I was out jogging and I the only song I repeated was Poison because it's so fun. Um, and I do enjoy Vogue a lot. It's it's very fun. I remember the video. It's, it's Yeah, I wish time. we didn't waste our time. Sorry, I spit. But um, I wish we didn't waste our time with the intro because the song is great. Yes, yes. that's it was true. Fun. You know, it's like yeah. fun. It is true. fun. Um, um, yeah. Some would say it's my greatest failure playing <laughs> that full two minutes before it got to the fun part. Um, do you, oh yeah, that's funny. I'll let you have it. <laughs> you that's have. the greatest present of all. Tommy, uh, normally we, we have the guests uh, say some final things, but first I, w- I would like to give the floor to Tommy. What are your 30th birthday hopes and dreams and oh, resolutions? Wow. <laughs> I'm happy to be what put is on the, the de- spot. What like is our this? decade? Uh, what is the next decade? What do we have to look forward from a Tommy McNamara? You know, I'll be sincere for a second and say that uh, thank you very much for doing this. Thank you for the Chris Hansen video. Lisa, <laughs> thank you for coming on for a self indulgent episode of our show. I uh, mean, it's a pleasure. I set an alarm to wake up for this. <laughs> We are recording at 4 p.m. And, uh, no, I'm on the West Coast. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not even accurate. And I'm protesting later. I'm um, in a drag race pod, and then I'm visiting a few distant friends. They're close, you know, distant hangs. Sure. But, uh, yeah, just thank you to everyone who listens, who listens to this show. Um, recording this show during this time has been, like, one of the few like reliable things that makes me happy. Uh, so I'm very happy for it. And uh, 
I hope that we keep it going until I'm 50 in 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. I love you, buddy. This has been so, I agree. It's been nice to have this to like, uh, give me some grounding. And it's also like, not that everything needs to be a podcast, but it is nice to have a social interaction. That's kind of on the books each week. (laughs) Uh, and I have some that are non podcast obviously but we got to monetize those <laughs> uh yeah but this has been so nice and i'm so glad we were able to get lisa the, what, yes. i think is this, is always this, a pleasure how many episodes have you done now like five but the live one was so fun i was actually just talking about it a few weeks ago it's, yes that was one of my favorite ones we've done because you really embraced the spirit you embraced the drama of it it was of course another one where someone was is still angry at us for it <laughs> um let me guess garth brooks uh no oh no taylor swift taylor swift ashley, uh yeah. yeah who we call oh, ashley <laughs> no she was really funny she was afterwards she goes I just want to say everything you said about me is that I didn't live up to my potential, but not that I did anything wrong, but everyone else did. So I'm just saying I didn't do anything bad, Uh, but you know, you are just ranking me that I didn't do better. So that was Uh, If you count like the live shows we didn't record, I feel like you did at least one that we didn't record too. It's got to be at like seven episodes now. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm thrilled. You always ask me. It's nice. We love having you. Uh, You're such a breath of fresh air and you bring so much fun energy and we just love to see it. Um, Is there anything you want to plug? This comes out on Wednesday. My cameo, $20 and I have a Patreon, $5. Hell yeah. Get in there. Support Lisa and watch that movie. Watch King of Staten Island. Oh, yeah, I'm in King of Staten Island. Tweet at me, baby. Very cool. Tweet at Lisa. Um, That's the subtitle of King of Staten Island. <laughs> King of Staten Island. Tweet at me. Baby. Um, yeah, and uh, check it's out. It's a good movie. I watched it, you know, and if you had a parent die, you'll like it. Yes. Mm. Uh, although I had a parent die and I, I didn't connect to that part, but yeah, okay. I was watching with someone who very much connected to it mm. and you know, his back needed to be rubbed a little. Nice. Um, yeah, no, that it's very good. Ending. It is a funny movie. It's really good. And it is funny, but it's, uh, a lot of the performances are great. I really enjoyed it. Um, Check out Tommy's other podcast, My Spectacular Life. Uh, what is it called? A memoir in the in the key of storytelling. In the key yes. of storytelling, and uh, and get and his my album. album is uh, officially available on vinyl as of Friday. Yeah, so, uh, baby. Who's Tommy? Yeah. Check Please it out. Trigger. In the in the thank yous, Tom Takar. In the thank yous, I'm in. I'm a, Thompson. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm in there twice, which makes me uh, really happy. And like I said before. Uh, the album art is really cool, and if you're like me, you like to hang up uh, record album art on your walls because you're a fucking douche, and uh, <laughs> I feel like people are judgmental of that, maybe, but it's uh, it's it's very cool looking. I'm going to get it so that I can hang it up, and, uh, and you should too, and also get on the Patreon. Like I said, hour-long episode of the Friday Funnies with Kevin Lopkovich every week, and we're doing a uh, fun uh, worst song, song on Spotify today. $3 a month. Uh, if you can swing it with your measly sum, we appreciate it. Uh, and without any further ado, that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. Um, Bye. Bye. Bye, Louisa. Thanks again. Keep it crispy. We'll see you next week. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.